You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, as far as I know, there's uh, no further developments in the waging war between the MLB owners and MLBPA. So thankfully, we ro- won't really have to dive into that on a Friday show. But who knows? Yes. Anything can happen over the weekend for sure. And actually getting into perhaps some legitimate baseball talk, um, Buster Olney, we know who he is, right? ESPN uh, baseball man. He put out an interesting article uh, that asked the question of which MLB player for each team has the most to prove. So for all 30 teams, quite frankly, uh, I'm not subscribed to ESPN Insider, so I couldn't even read the article. I just read the title, the headline, so I don't even know uh, who he chose for the Rays. But we thought we would discuss uh, from a Rays vantage point who we think that guy is. Which Rays player has the most to prove in a 2020 season if there, of course, is a 2020 season? So I'm very curious to see who you came up with and who you have for this designation. Well, first of all, uh, before answering that question, do you think that Buster Olney is the ESPN version of uh, Ken Rosenthal? I would say Jeff Passan is the ESPN version of Ken Rosenthal. Really? Because Buster yeah. only. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, how they look, you know, similar. Oh, yeah, like I think they're both pretty short. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. nerdy type. I mean, really, most media people are nerdy types, so you right. kind of lump them in together. I mean, Ken Rosenthal, Jeff Passan, Buster only, Tim Kirkjian. Should I continue? Should I keep going <laughs> onward? They're all great, um, though. I mean, they they've all no, been very helpful yeah. throughout this thing for sure. Yeah, no, they're fantastic. Now, um, okay. Dude, there, 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 a couple names are highlighted for me. Alvarado, for sure. Okay. Um, Zunino, obviously. Uh, but um, if I had to pick one of those two guys, I think I'd, I'd go with Zunino. There okay. Are plenty of, there are plenty of arms, right? So um, one can step up. I mean, if you're talking about a crazy season with 50, 60 games, if a guy has a couple bad outings, that's it. You don't have to see him again. You're not going to give yes. him a, a try and try and again. So uh, I can't put Alvarado as my number one to, to prove the most because if he, if he puts an egg the first three times, we probably do not see a lot of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this goes to, an, uh, to, to other re- relievers as well. Zunino, though, you're the catcher. You're the guy that is supposed to handle most of the duties when when it comes to, to the backstop. Mm-hmm. He needs to hit. He needs to do something productive at the plate. 
And he, the worst thing that he's got going for him is that he's a streaky hitter. So a streaky hitter means that you probably have really high uh, highs and lowest of lows. Mm-hmm. And in a very small, short season, what happens is if one of those lows just keep going like it did last year for 90 games that he played in, and it goes on for 15, 20 games in a 50-game season, well, <laughs> do you want to keep putting on that? I mean, he's going to have so much pressure. He's got something to prove. I think the most to prove. It is an interesting choice because he is a guy that, I mean, we were saying a couple months ago, how are the Rays giving him $4.5 million to play? And how did the Rays not go about? I mean, they're expecting him to replace or pick up for what is lost from Travis Darno. So there's a lot of pressure on him to perform. And if he doesn't perform, he's probably going to be gone next season. No matter how good his defensive abilities are, if you bat 150, 160, we we can't expect you. You just can't get 400, 500 at-bats. You might as well. It's like having a pitcher in there. Right, but but again, it's not even 400 or 500 at-bats. It's 50, 60 games. So it's a third, really, of what you should be getting. So you're looking at, at a guy who's an everyday player saying 250 maybe right. at bats. Uh, so how many is are you willing to give to a guy to keep his his knees fresh and his bat all right? I mean, it's, I think he's yeah. number one on my list. Who do you have? You know, this may surprise you. I'm going with Blake Snell. Oh, I like yes. this pick. I like this pick. Because what a, when we have mentioned Blake Snell so far in this offseason – it has really been nothing baseball related. It's nothing about, first of all, he's coming off of what was a really subpar year, especially coming off of before that, what was a Cy Young season. He didn't have a, I mean, and the injury issues that have been, I mean, you go from the toe, then the elbow, and just so many other things as well. Um, I mean, how many times during the 2019 season before uh, he had to get, what was it, arthroscopic, surgery on his elbow um how many times did he give up six earned runs seven earned runs and we can talk about the the bad luck and and things like that too but um it wasn't the performance you would expect from a guy who had just a year earlier won a Cy Young and I think this would be a huge opportunity for him if he actually would step on the baseball field this year if there is a season you know pitching lights out Pitching somewhat close to that Cy Young level can silence a lot of people that are just talking about, like me, who are saying, all the guy cares about is video games. <laughs> all the guy cares about is his money and not catching the Rona and all the sideshow stuff. Right. If, if you that- let your actions on the field speak and you're helping the team win games instead of have a 4-3 ERA... I'll, I'll shut up. Fine. Go, go on Twitch. Do your five, six hour Twitch streams. If you're helping us win ball games, go do your thing, buddy. And that's why we, I think we talked about this uh, maybe a month ago or so, um, you know, Rona stretch. Um, that's, it's very difficult for a fan to not like a player, even if he's the most unlikable guy, mm-hmm. if he provides output. If he's a good player, like we don't like Alex Bregman, right? We do not like who he is. Yeah. I don't think that's the case for a 
150% of all uh, Houston Astros fans. I think they all love him. Because why? Because he gives production. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if Blake Snell were able to do the same 2018 or remarkably similar to what he was able to do a couple of years ago, he would shut so many people up that, you know, first of all, it would kind of market him mm-hmm. as a bad guy in baseball. Like, right. oh, they do again. And, and hey, you know what? More spotlight on Tampa. I believe that's good. Yeah. I believe that that if mainstream media were to put a little bit more focus on the product and unlike on the on the headlines that are thrown every year, oh, the pesky race doing it mm-hmm. again. You know, if right. they were actually like, no, this is a really good team. Like, you know, stop with the adjectives. You don't say pesky about you know the Yankees or whatever. But you know, so, uh, sideline here. I think that's a great pick. Blake Snell does have a lot to 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 prove, especially mm-hmm. because the antics this offseason yeah. have been non-baseball related. The most baseball related thing that he did was get Scott Boris to to, to represent him, you know? And, and that's another thing too that Rays fans are probably thinking, "Oh, he just, he's just marking his way out the door. He he's he's gone with the Good. big bad Boris corporation Good. and he wants to leave." Hey, if he wants to leave, that's awesome. But I know he also wants his money, right? If he yeah. wants his money, he needs to perform. So I am all A-OK with Blake Snell giving me three uh, years as a race fan to watch him dominate like he did in 2018. Give me your, give me your three years, buddy, and then, yeah, sign away. Do your Carl mm-hmm. Crawford. Uh, do your David Price. Do your BJ Upton. Sayonara. OK, love and get we'll get your nine-figure deal and, and screw it up someplace else, pretty much. Exactly. And, go, you know, go go to L.A. and, and do that. Fine, yeah. sure. Uh, we put the question out on Twitter and got a couple interesting responses. A couple people agree with you, actually, at JD101287. Man, that is some Twitter handle. He just says Zanino as the guy with the most approved for this season. Uh at Yoked Yandy, uh, he says Zanino because if he plays at his potential, he will be really good. But if he plays horrible again, he will be replaced. Um, and then here's an interesting one. Matt Germain on Twitter says, KK, of course, Kevin Kiermeyer, because if he doesn't hit enough, Margot, O'Grady, Arazarena, Bruhan, Josh Lowe could take over center field by year's end. <laughs> That's a really good pick because how we, we've talked about like, yeah, the defense is great. It's fantastic. But at some point, you got to provide a little bit more offensive production for what the Rays are paying you. And if you don't perform, they're going to trade you. We, we've been talking. He's a big trade candidate at this point. It's, it's the Zunino effect. We love the glove. Awesome. And you can actually see the glove even more in center field as a fan than as a catcher. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that, that's that's just yeah. unfortunate for Zanino, right? You can see the flashy place that Kevin Kiermaier does it, and you love it. But again, same thing, buddy. You can't hit two twenty. You can't mm-hmm. hit two twenty uh, and, and any other stuff that you really want to throw at an analytics guy because KK does not hit a hundred WRC plus. Yeah. I mean, he just doesn't have that, and he looks like he does have the potential for it, but somehow mm-hmm. somewhere along the season, he just loses it. Not to mention the inability to stay healthy for a full season and right. how long, and it's more easier and understandable to stomach a catcher hitting two twenty. I mean, almost every catchers like right. 220 230 i mean there's very few <laughs> rim multis out there and gary sanchez's and everything like that but when you're playing center field it's like no you should be a little bit more productive than that yeah. for sure you know there's a lot of guys that you know on a 
quote unquote most approved uh, list for the Rays. I mean, Alvarado, like you mentioned, Zanino, of course. I say Blake Snell, Kevin Kiermaier. I mean, you could go as far down the line as Hunter Renfro, another guy, after he had been traded from San Diego to the Rays and had that bad second half. And people are, I mean, how upset were a lot of fans about trading Tommy Pham? And this is the guy who's supposed to replace him and be the quote unquote starting left fielder in his spot and in, in his place too. Or, or how about the free agent signing uh, for a slugger in Yoshitomo Sutsugo? Yes, you know? that's so, another I mean, one. You, and that you pay money for and you beat out 29 other teams uh, that, that, that were in on him that could have gotten him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think a lot of guys are on that list. Uh, I do believe, though, that it has to be somebody that it has a cornerstone position. Mm-hmm. I like KK because of that. I like Blake Snell because of that and Zunino as well. I mean, you, you can't be throwing out a guy that's hitting 150. Yeah. And you can be throwing out a guy that's hitting 220. And again, analytics fans, I know it. I don't have the, the numbers in front of me. But, you know, if you have an OPS of 550 like Zunino, no mm-hmm. thank you. Okay. Yeah. Not to mention the, the strikeout rates and the swing and miss rates and everything like right. that, too. Um, honestly, it might not be a bad thing to have a lot of guys with, quote unquote, a lot to prove. That might just mean they have more fire and they have more motivation instead of a fat contract where it's like, you know, they're playing for something, playing for their pride and playing for that next contract, as opposed to a lot of guys that I've already got my fat contract. I can, okay, I'll, I'll work hard and I'll give it my best, but are you really (laughs) giving it your best effort after you've, uh, you know, Garrett Cole secured your $300 million deal? You can kind of rest on your laurels a little bit. So there's something to be said for that as well, I think. Is Zunino a free agent after this year? Isn't I he? think there's a team option. Uh, there's a team option. You're right. You're yeah. Right. So, right. I mean. And, and KK has like, I think, two more years on him. Right. Yeah. So, so. yeah, with Zanino, I mean, you have another year like you did last year. And, and that knows, option ain't picking up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the buyout is, but it's probably just. Probably not millions. Very sparse compared to uh, what he would be able to earn at that standpoint. Okay. Coming up next, we've got one of our dedicated listeners way over in Australia, 14 hour time difference, John Cook. We talked to him about baseball. We talked to him about baseball in Australia. And we also have a little bit of fun with trivia as well. And we also recommend people, you know, it, this is, this is open. This is the time to get on the Locked on Rays podcast. If you're interested in talking some baseball and you're interested in participating in trivia, you can do it as well. Just what? Send us an email to lockedonrays at gmail.com. Direct message, direct message us on Twitter. There's a lot of opportunities to get involved. We're not shy. We'll, no. we'll reach out to you. We'll get back to you and we'll try to set something up. This will be our third listener yeah. guest guest listener that we've had on the show so and we we love it man i mean i i don't think two people that have a baseball podcast don't love talking about baseball yes. okay so if you love baseball too and you want to talk about it hey shoot us a message on instagram as well we've got uh ad locked on race twitter ad locked on race um on both of them really so come on by and and have a chat with us couldn't have said it better myself all right RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. 
Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you as well. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without ever leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Okay, Ulysses, we have baseball trivia, and today... It won't be me versus you going back and forth. We've got another special guest, one of our dedicated listeners, all the way over in Australia, 14-hour time difference, I believe, John Cook. John, how are you doing today? Good, thanks, guys. How are you guys? Not bad, not bad. Thank you for for being on the show, man. We we really appreciate it. Uh, I'm just going to start with the obvious question. Uh, How did you become a race fan being all the way out there in Australia. Was it a player? Was it just because you loved baseball in Australia? What, what led you to being a, a race fan from Australia? Yeah, there was a few things. Um, my dad was a huge baseball fan. Uh, he was a big Chicago White Sox fan. And the year I was born was obviously the year that the race started in their inaugural season. So that sort of mm-hmm. gave me a bit of love towards the baseball, uh, towards the race. Um, into, when I was about four years old, I got my first Rays shirt because my dad saw that we watched <laughs> the Chicago White Sox in a Rays game and that I just loved the Rays team. I think it was um, – I can't remember the play off the top of my head. But, yeah, that started and then become a huge uh, Evan Longoria fan, as you see, as you are yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, it's just – from there, it's just been crazy uh, – try and watch every game, listen to every game. I listen to it on the way to work, driving, driving through the city in the morning or then rewatch the game that night. So a bit of a diehard, I like to say. Good, good. We, right. we like and, those. <laughs> yeah. And John, you're aging us a little bit. You were, I, I guess, born in the year that the Rays or the Devil Rays then came into existence. So you're making us look bad with, we're, now we're getting <laughs> too old, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, only 21, only 21. Yeah. So, so John, I guess, is Evan Longoria your favorite player of all time then or favorite race player um, of all time? Yeah. So Evan Longoria is one of the main. Grant Balfour is another, another big, obviously being an Aussie. Um, I actually play for the club that he started at as well, oh, which wow. is a pretty cool thing. Um, yeah. So between those, but at the moment I'd have to go between probably 
either Willie Adamas or maybe even Austin Meadows probably be on the on the current roster. Nice. Right. Nice. And John, I want to ask you this. So, um, you know, with the Australian Baseball League coming into existence or I guess um, coming into form, I think, I, again, every, not everything is accurate on the internet, but I saw like 11 <laughs> years ago, 2009. Um, just how has the, the popularity of baseball changed or grown or evolved in, in Australia maybe over the last decade or so? Yeah, baseball started to become a lot bigger sport, which is a bonus, obviously, for baseball players. It, um, we're starting to get a lot more bigger names come from America. We've got, funnily enough, Tampa Bay prospects have been playing for Perth Heat for the last two years, and they're starting to make this the um, the clubs and more well known. They start they've actually added a New Zealand team as well. So we have across the divide, we have a, a team from there, and we actually have a team that is from Korea, but they're based in a Melbourne city. Oh wow! So they fly them over at the start of the season, and they stay stay in Melbourne, and they play all their games. That's awesome. And now I'm, I'm guessing, you know, uh, you know, from from my side, I loved anything international, um, competition, anything like that. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for. I, <laughs> I, I'm guessing you love the World Baseball Classic as, as much as oh, I do. I mean, see, right? I, I mean, love it. Isn't that just the most fantastic thing? And I really wished. Uh, American baseball fans would kind of jump on that bandwagon because I think it could be huge for the sport. Oh, it would be massive. It'd be you could make it like the soccer world cup if it become big enough. Yes, it, it has the potential to be such a big sport and such a big revitalization for the baseball world. Any baseball fan could watch that and start to understand the purity and the beautifulness of the game. Love it. I love it. Okay, well, let's uh, let's start to grill him. We've been too nice to him, uh, Kevin, so I'll, I'll, I'll start off, okay, Kevin? Hey, hang on, Neilis. Let me ask John one more question, okay? okay. We, we have this running prop bet about whether or not the 2020 season will start. Uh, Ulysses, you've been hovering around 20%. <laughs> I've been hovering around 79 to 80%. John, what do you say about the possibility – of a baseball season in 2020 in any shape or form? Do you think it's going to happen or are you kind of skeptical at this point? I'm going to have to go with Kevin on this. I'm, I'm a diehard <laughs> baseball fan and I'm not going to let it not happen. Let's be honest. I'll watch <laughs> old games. I'll watch new games, whatever they put up. I've watched a 10 game season if it has to be that, but I just want my baseball. It has to happen. You can't have, it'd be too bad for the sport. It'd be, commercially and money-wise, it would destroy the sport, unfortunately. So it has to happen for the sport to keep going the way that it is. And it's starting to finally get tracked to being a major sport again and a major like sport around the world. And if I, we don't I, have it... I, you know what, John? I want you and more Kevins to feel that way so then, uh, you know, that it happens because, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I want my baseball. But I'm going to let you guys be the opt optimists uh, on that. Okay, so let's start with the trivia here. Okay, so number one, John, how many Australian players have been selected to an MLB All-Star game? Oh, God. Um... I know there's been 33 in the league. I know Grant Balfour was one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, a, an uneducated guess and say five. Ooh, you're so close. You're so close. I'm gonna give it to you. Three. Oh. Uh, so close. close. Yes, you got one. Grant Balfour. 
is one of them. David Nielsen in 1999. Oh, yep. yep. And Liam Hendricks uh, yeah, cool. last year. Liam Hendricks. Yes. Um, I think he was actually a sub in for Charlie Morton, <laughs> actually, uh, last <laughs> year. <laughs> uh, okay, number two. How many active MLB players are from Australia? Oh, God. Um, I looked this up the other day. Why can I not remember it now? Um, <laughs> it's different when you have the, uh, the, the, the trivia music going on in the background. Of course. Oh, of, co- of course. It, it adds that extra pressure that your mind just escapes you. <laughs> um, active players. I know there's one for, this is for the Cardinals. He started... Well, he's not an active player because it was for um, spring training this year. There's one on the Twins, and you got Liam Hendricks. I'm gonna say four active Australians. Oh man, this guy John is just hovering around again. I'm, I'm really sorry you said five in the in the first one because it's actually five. Oh, five. Damn it. I was gonna go five, but I was like, <laughs> I can't answer five twice. Let's be honest. <laughs> so there are five. I'll give you. Uh, can, can, can you name them, or do you want me just to give them to you? Uh, I can name Liam Hendricks. Um, that's probably all I can name at the moment, unfortunately. <laughs> that's all right. I'll give you the the other four. So, uh, Lewis Thorpe, he made his MLB uh, debut last year. You got Warwick Sopald from 2016. He made his debut. Uh, obviously, you mentioned Liam Hendricks in 2011. And you got a couple more guys. In 2016, James Beresford uh, made his debut. And in 2004... You've got Travis Black. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Just five. Just five. Okay. So here we go. Number three. Who is the first Tampa Bay race pitcher to record saves in both ends of a doubleheader? So in game one, he saved that game. And in game two, he saved that game as well. Who was that Tampa Bay race pitcher? Oh, God. Um record saves in a double header I know it's not going to be recent it's Ooh. not recent ish mm. ish okay <laughs> Fernando, Fernando Rodney uh, I'm going to give that strike one I'm going to give you a strike one okay. I'm trying to think trying to think of release pitches um, don't go too far don't go too far I know it's not going to be Pagan, obviously. It is not. So strike two. I'm I'm going to tell you, look outside of where you are right now, and that should give you a hint. Oh, Grant Balfour? There you go. Grant Balfour. (laughs) Aussie power. Thanks. That's right. That's right. All right, Kevin, take it away. I I will say that, um, Ulysses, we went to Ray's Fan Fest, and we saw... Grant Balfour live in the flesh and I must say that he looked like he could still play today like he looks in great great shape as he always did with the Rays but he he definitely has not missed a workout uh, since we talked 100% that that man he's a weapon 100% (laughs) yeah exactly absolutely All right, John so uh, these questions will be a little bit different Um, these are more uh, MLB general questions and it centers around statistical leaders of the 2010 so 2010 
2019. And we kind of got a, uh, a mismatch of questions um, like, who has the, the most RBIs over that period, most home runs, so on and so forth. So I'm going to pick out a couple of those and see, uh, see how well you do. Um, the first okay. one, and I've got choices as well if you need them. So yeah. which player hit the most home runs from 2010 to 2019? I'm going to say Albert Pujols. Very good guess. Uh, I'll give you choices. Nelson Cruz, Edwin Encarnacion, or Giancarlo Stanton? Nelson Cruz. You're right. Nelson Cruz had 346 home runs over the past decade, 11 more than Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah, uh, that's just that's just a walk in the park, it sounds like. Jesus. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, okay. How about this? Which player had the most hits from 2010? to 2019 if you want to take a wild guess and then i can give you choices if you so choose i'll take a wild guess i'm gonna go ichiro okay that that actually would be a very good guess um yeah nice here here's choices nick markakis robinson cano jose altuve or miguel cabrera Ooh. The the obvious one is the one that sticks out, but I don't think he's right. Is Miguel Cabrera? <laughs> it is not. So if yeah, you're down so to yeah, Marque- think so. Marquecas, Cano, or Altuve, I'm gonna go Cano. You'd be nice. right. Wow. Yes, it was Robinson Pick. Cano. 1695 hits. Jesus. Over the last <laughs> decade. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, okay. Which pitcher do you think had the most wins between 2010 and 2019? Ooh. Clayton Kershaw? Uh, incorrect, but a very good guess. Very close. It's uh, definitely like top three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I say it'd be uh, top three. <laughs> okay. It's between Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, or Zach Ranking. Oh, why didn't I say Justin Verlander? That would have been that would have been an obvious choice. Oh, it actually you would be very close. It was actually Max Serzer. Really? Wow. Yes. Do, do you so want to guess? Must have been close. Do you want to guess exactly the difference between Scherzer and Verlander, John? The difference. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna be minimal. It's gonna be at least probably like two. You're so close. It, so, Serzer's had 161 wins in the last decade. Justin Verlander had just one less, 160. Oh, wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kershaw had 156 and Granke yeah, 155. So all, yeah, so all those guys were are, are kind of right around there. Uh, yeah, I was going to throw in Bumgarner, but I was like, oh, not really. Like, uh, he had his injury. Right, right. Maybe for the postseason, though. Yeah, postseason, he would have been sweet. But <laughs> um, Speaking of uh, relievers, we talked about Grant Balfour, okay. but uh, which pitcher do you think, or which reliever, had the most saves between 2010 and 2019? No saves. Rivera retired, so... Um, I'm just going to throw it out there because he had a decent amount of saves. Rivera. 
Incorrect, but a good guess. A good guess for sure. Okay, here's choices. Kinley Jansen, Craig Kimbrell, Aroldis Chapman, or former Ray, Fernando Rodney. Ooh. It's between Craig Kimbrell and Fernando Rodney for me. I'm going to go Craig Kimbrell. You would be correct. Kimbrell led all players with 346 saves over the last decade. Uh, Kinley Jansen wow. was second. Yeah, he had 301. So those were actually the only two players who had at least 300 saves wow. uh, between 2010 and 2019. Wow. Okay. That is incredible. Here, here, yeah, <laughs> it really is. I, I love lists like this, just who's, who's able to compile the most stats in different categories and, across the deck. And it makes you remember names that you would forget now. Like, Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. You're right. People you wouldn't even think about. That That's a teaser for this final question I have. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> of which player appeared in the most games between 2010 and 2019? I'll let you throw out a wild guess, and then I'll give you some choices. This wasn't even fair, though. Like, when I did this, I, I got it wrong, and I thought that he had appeared in less games. So Here, Don, I'll, I'll give you a hint. So this ridiculous. guy, this guy actually uh, played a lot of games in an Orioles uniform over the last decade. I'll just throw that out there. Oh, God. Um, I should have paid more attention when he played for the Orioles. Um, <laughs> Nobody does, though. It's okay. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> exactly, paying attention exactly. to the Orioles. <laughs> and I believe, um, I believe he's now playing overseas. But that, that's all the hints I'm giving. Ooh, oh, um, good hint. Oh, um, oh, Adam Jones. There you are. Is. I, I think I, I, gave, I gave away too many hints. I gave away yes. too many hints there. You gave away that the was, farm, was, Kevo. <laughs> how about this? How about this, John? Take a guess at how – so between 2010 and 2019 – just rough math. How many games do you think he played uh, in the last decade? Math, math is definitely not my strong point. I'll say that. <laughs> um, God, 162 per season. You're gonna take a wild shot in the dark. About 700. It was actually 1,499. Jesus, wow. I was well off. Holy. Sh- <laughs> we'll have that to bleep that out, but that is okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Crazy. No, you are good. I, I would have if, if I had just wasn't if I was just informed that Adam Co- or uh, Adam Jones had played that many games over the last decade that he was the leader of all players. I too would have that reaction for sure. <laughs> that was I. I did this uh, little quiz twenty minutes ago, John, and that was my exact response so uh, i'm right there with you adam <laughs> jones man 1499 un- unbelievable yeah I, I okay since i kind of gave away the farm on that one just one more kind of thrown question i want to yes. ask yeah so, okay yep, yep. over the last decade 2010 to 2019 between 2010 and 2019 who has accumulated the most war among all mlb players mike trout you would be right. There, yes. Ending on a strong note. There it is. Walk there off is. home run. There we go. Very good. <laughs> For the record, he's accumulated 72.8 war. Yeah, I was going to say it's between 72 and 73. Yeah, yeah, 19 more than any other player since 2010. Ooh. 
Jesus. <laughs> Indeed. John, uh, uh, for me and Kevin, I want you to, you know, just know, thank you so much for, for coming on. Did you have fun? Would you uh, say that this is a, a good time to spend with us uh, uh, for other uh, Locked on Rays fans to do? 100%. This, is, this has been, I've looked forward to this since I messaged you guys. It's been the one thing that's got me through each day was knowing that I'd get to have the chance to talk to you beautiful people. <laughs> and talk talk about the beautiful sport that is baseball. Talk about the Rays. It's so much fun. I would recommend it to anyone listening, anyone that is a Rays fan. I'd recommend it to. Well, thank you so much, John, and for your sake and really our sake too. We hope we get live baseball, uh, at live MLB baseball in some shape or form. Hey, Ulysses, on this poll, we've got two against one. Two guys <laughs> think there will be a baseball season. One guy not too confident right now. So, That's right. Ulysses, can we can we bump you up to twenty five percent chance of, of a baseball season? Just cause, just because John is here and I like John, I'm gonna give you twenty five today, guys. Woo! We did it. We've got we've got him up. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, John, for joining us. And hope no you have Thank a great you guys rest for having of me. Week. Yeah, you of too, course. Guys. Thank you so much. Bye bye. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.